welcome to Friends Beer Coffee, an autobiographical podcast for the hell of it. I'm your host, Joel Gretzik, and today we're talking with Victor Aragon, a friend of mine in the dead blogging sphere that I've met more often out of state at concerts than I have here in Chicago, even though we live like a half hour away from each other. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Sounded like you said concerts instead of conferences, but yeah, we, we, it's funny because yeah, we, even though we don't live that far from each other, I think we've only seen each other in other states. Which is interesting. I yeah, probably like eighty percent of the time we've ever hung out, it's been at like Dead Two or other things outside of Illinois, just because of schedules and you know adult life, and and that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool though, because it's even though it's like one of those things, like you know, it's great to like you know when you go somewhere um, new or out of state, like to see that familiar face and be like you know, hey, and why don't we hang out more and then just you know just hang out and talk, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's good. That's good. I also like the fact that um, we're kind of in some of the even still uh, dad blogging sphere things because I saw you got to go to the Wonder Museum just recently. And I was like, oh, hey, my family was just there a couple weeks ago, too. How'd you guys like it? Oh, it was fun. It was a blast. I mean, I didn't expect to spend as much time there as we did. Uh, But the thing that was funny is like when we got uh, the email about it, like, hey, you know, we're we're um, this is one of our new um, sponsor, one of our new, you know, groups that we're like representing. Right. You know, if you're interested in going, and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And they're like, oh, can you come this week? And I'm like, no, because we have this, this, and that. Uh, maybe next week. And then like, no, that week I can't because I got dentist appointment, doctor's appointment. So it was like this whole like email chain of just throwing dates at each other, and then we finally like, <laughs> figured out. Like maybe like three weeks after the initial invite, it's like, okay, we can make it on this day. Now, which time? <laughs> so it was always one of those things. But yeah, we finally got a time that worked for all of us. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I want to go back there. I think like every time you go there, it's going to be like a different experience. But it, it was just fun. Nice. Yeah, my, I was surprised how much my kids liked it too, because, you know, it's a very experiential thing with all these different screens and text, textiles you can touch and mm-hmm. uh, stories and Jeez, the fact that they change their exhibits on a regular basis, too, is really cool. I think we didn't even finish getting out the exit where they have the gift shop at the end, which, you know, a lot of places do. And my four-year-old, almost five-year-old, was like, when are we coming back? (laughs) I don't know yet. (laughs) Like, we'll come back because it was a lot of fun, but, you know, it'll be a little bit before we do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like and I liked it, too, because it was a good, like, um, escape from screens. Even though there are, you know, screens around you, but it was like, you know, we're not just at home, you know, everyone's in front of a screen watching something or playing a game. It was just like you're interacting with it. You're part of the the exhibit. Uh, and then, yeah, we had a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. And I, we bought ice cream before we left. I, I don't know if you saw in the little, they had a little cooler in the gift shop with like the pretty cool ice creams. Ice oh, cream. I saw that. You got, you guys got some nice. Yeah, we bought some, and then uh, we just sat outside by the Keith Haring uh, painting, and we we're just eating our ice cream there, and just like taking it all in. That's awesome. So, yeah, so it, it's it's kind of cool, like all the stuff that we have here in the city that we don't really know about or get to take advantage of. And I think one of the cool things about us, you know, being in this bloggers field is being invited to these things, and you know, just experiencing them, and then letting other people know, like, hey, this is. You might have heard about it, but, you know, let me tell you, you know, it's good to hear, hear it from somebody that actually, you know, that went there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, and even before I saw all their preview stuff, 
I hadn't seen any videos. It was all just like write-ups and everything. So uh-huh. how they spell it out, as you know, is WNDR. And so in my mind, I'm like, that sounds like a radio station. Like, what? <laughs> what is this place? And then yeah. I finally found one of the, like, I don't know, they did a video and talked about it. And some member of staff was like, you know, here at Wonder. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I didn't even know that until I heard that because that message doesn't come across in any of the writing. Yeah. Uh, one cool thing is that um... – like I, I like I, you know like Channel Seven, they always do their New Year's Eve shows, and like they yeah. always started off with like that dance routine. Like last year's, I think it was last year's, the year before, they actually did the dance routine at uh, Wonder. So oh, like that's you got cool. to see like all the rooms, and then the the dance crew that taught them the dance is actually the dance school that my kids go to. So it was like kind of cool, like to see them, like oh wait, I know that person, I know that person, you know, because awesome. they they're the ones that teach my kids, you know, their dance classes. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that's how we knew about it from that. We always were like, oh, we got to go there one day. We got to go there one day. And then we get the email invite like, hey, you guys want to check this place out? We're like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now let's just find a date. <laughs> oh, modern day scheduling is, is ridiculous. Are your kids involved in sports? Dance. They're just involved in dance. I, I mean, that is a sport in and of itself. Yeah. I, have, I have mad respect for people who can, who can do that. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, so they're, they're both in dance on Wednesdays and then like on the weekend. So it's like, you know, trying to make sure that they're on. Well, my youngest one, he doesn't really get that much homework, but my older one, make sure that she's, you know, getting all her stuff done. And then now that too, she's at the age where like she wants to join like every after school activity. And, you know, now she's walking home every now and then on her own or with her friends. And it's just like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're growing up. Oh my god. How 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 old are your kids? Uh eleven and eight. There you go. Yeah. And and my mine are eight and well almost five, so Yeah. Jeez. I, I understand that. Kid they grow up, it seems cliche, but they grow up so fast. Jeez. Um yeah. Wesley is because we're at a new school, we moved recently with purchasing the home. Um <clears throat> You know, he's at a new school, so he wants to fit in. And one of the things that they've started to do in his third grade class is Pokemon. And Pokemon cards are, like, a big thing. And yeah. I know nothing of Pokemon other than, like, a cursory, like, that's Pikachu. And they have this, you know, that game where people run around and try and find stuff. So <clears throat> we just ordered a starter set for him, and he's super excited about it. It's going to come in the mail, like, Wednesday. And he's already... Like, he's got his little group of buddies, and they're all excited that he's going to have some cards and they can do whatever they do with them. Right. Um, but it's nice and different, I guess, See, like seeing him start to be able to have his own little social groups. Like, he's old enough now that it's not parallel play like it is with my youngest. Mm-hmm. That they're actually, oh, I'm friends with so-and-so, and this is what his dad does, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, because like I said, like, with my daughter now, like, she'll, like, because she has her phone, like, she'll text us after school. Like, I want to hang out for a couple minutes after school with my friends. And I'm like, all right, but she has her little brother with her. So, you know, make sure you're watching him. And then so, like, they're all hanging out. And they'll, they'll walk home together. And then it was funny because uh, a couple weeks ago, they decided, like, out of the blue to have a lemonade stand. So they got, like, everything together. And they were all out there. Doing the, the stand, and my son, my youngest one, was like, you know, running around with them, like helping them out. 
Nice. And then they, did, then they decided to go like to like the, the, the Lincoln Square, like the little area over there. But we told him he couldn't go because, I mean, there's no other adult going with them and they right. can't really be watching him. So they like they walked away and he's just sitting at the bottom of the stairs, just staring at them. And he's oh, like, you know, yeah, and like, I'm watching him. And I'm like, man, I know what you're feeling because that was me. You know, I had the older sisters and they would just go walk away. They're like, oh, we're going to go hang out here now. And I couldn't go. And I'm just sitting there like, I want to hang out with you guys. But I can't. Are, <laughs> and he was just you, sitting there. Are you the youngest then? Yeah, I'm the youngest in my family. And, and, and basically in my, like all my, like, um, well, well, growing up, yeah, I was like the youngest and then everyone was older than me. So it was like they always had like their little group and go out and I would just be like at home, like, you know, staring out the window. Oh, oh man. When are you guys coming home, you know? I'm and that's sorry. how my son was. Yeah, he was just sitting at the bottom, you know, with his hand like on his, his chin, just sitting there like, you know, all defeated. And I'm like, you want to come in? He's like, no, no. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah. I'm dealing with something, dad. Yeah. I just felt uh, bad. I'm like, welcome to the little brothers club. Man. I, that is not my experience. I am the oldest. I had, I had two younger sisters, had, still have. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I guess I was the one that was always out and about. Yeah, but it's like, it's like hit me and I'm like, I gotta write something about this because there's gotta be other people like that that had that experience too, just being the younger sibling and just sit home while everybody's out. But I think that's how I got, you know, into like comic books and video games because I was like, all right, then let me go inside and find something to do yeah so that's a good segue why don't you talk a little bit about uh fan dads and how that got started and and what you guys do with that yeah um it's been 11 years since fan dad started uh and then i think gil kind of told the story when he was on with you uh but he lied because we actually met in prison not at the mall (laughs) (laughs) he was there for parking tickets and i was there for jaywalking no um, no, yeah, we, we, uh, it's, it's funny because like his aunt kept talking to him about me or talking to me about him. Uh, cause we worked in a, in a bookstore. We worked on a Walden books and his aunt was the manager. And then she was like, you know, we're going to have you run the calendar store with Gil. He's like, Oh, you're going to like him. You know, you, he's like, you know, he's in the comic books like you are. He's into video games. You know, he's super geeky, blah, blah. But it's funny cause like the way she kept talking to him, I'm like, are you trying to like to set me up with him or what's going on? <laughs> But she was like, no, you guys will get along. And then sure enough, yeah, when we, uh, started the calendar store, like, like from day one, we just like clicked. Uh, and then, you know, when you open like a calendar store in September, like nobody's buying anything. So like the whole day we would just be walking around, just, you know, straightening out the store, like for a million a time. And then, you know, just like thinking about, just talking about little things. Oh, we should start, a, we should write a book together. We should write a comic book together, you know, or like one time we, right across from us was like an Amber Crombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. So we like came up with a game. Like how many words can we make out of the letters in Amber Crombie? And I think like the highest we came up was like 75 words. Oh, geez. Wow. Then, yeah. So that's how, that's how you can tell how, like how much time we had just sitting in the store. Um, but yeah. And then um, uh, my wife was pregnant and then his wife was pregnant. And then like, he started talking to me about his friend, his friend's sister, like started like a blog like it's like a big thing coming up. He's like, we should look into that. And I'm like, yeah, let's why not? And then one morning he just texts me the word fan dads. And I just looked at it and I text him back. I'm like, what's this? 
And he's like, you know, we should write a blog about being fanboys, but now having children. So we're dads now. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty dope. Let's, let's do that. And then 11 years later, here we are. Um, but it's funny because I, I've become like, I guess the, the de facto face of the group. And so like everyone every now and then asks me if Gil even exists because no one really sees him. <laughs> but he's always in the background of things. Uh, and I remember too, like the first dad, dad 2.0 I went to, like, uh, Tommy Riles, like, pulled me to the side at one of the, like, after parties and he's like, is Guild real or is he just, you know, do you just make him up? You know, this nice. people don't think it's just you. And I'm like, no, it's, it's him. He's, he's a real person. <laughs> yeah. And I remember too, one time it was hilarious because in like the dad blogger group we're in on the Facebook page, like, someone brought that up and like, he's in the group too. And he's like, yeah, I'm real. Here's a picture of me. And he put up a picture of, uh, do you remember like the unknown comedian? It was like, he just had like a paper bag on his head. Yeah. And he posted that picture. He's like, here's a picture of me. And it was just <laughs> like, people thought I had made like a second like Facebook account to put that. I was like, no, he's, he's real. But I mean, there's pictures of him out there and you did a bit, you interviewed him. So that, you know. that's, that's true. You know, I mean, well, that was funny too. I mean, I didn't ever doubt that he was real, but I never, I don't think I ever saw any photos of him or anything until <clears throat> you, he and I hung out at, uh, was a Twisted Hippo a couple yeah. years ago. Um, and that was the first time I actually talked with Gil. He's, he's, he's cool. I can understand why you guys, you know, started the whole blog thing. Um, what, what are the, what are some of the things that you guys do on the blog now? On the blog now, um, yeah. it seems like recently with everything going on with like COVID, um, we've just been doing a lot of reviews. So we've been getting a lot of like kid DVDs sent to us. And then like, um, you know, I, every now and then, like if, you know, they'll send me extra copies and I'll give him one and have him watch it. And then I'll watch it with my son. Cause most of them, like my daughter's like, I'm not going to watch this. You know, she's like, she's already grown out of it. Sure. Uh, so I watch it with my son and then like, you know, uh, what do you think of it? What'd you like? And then, you know, then I'll use that on my, on my review. And then, yeah, that'll be, we'll just be writing about that. Um, now that things are starting to open up again, um, we're starting to do more movie screenings, which is kind of cool. It's like just giving away, you know, passes for people to go. Uh, and then every now and then we're lucky enough we'll get to go along too. Again, it all scheduling just depends on the time. Most of it is like, 6.30 or 7 o'clock screenings and, you know, I get out of work at 6.30 and he gets out of work usually around 4, but then he has, like, stuff to do after school with his um his daughters. But, yeah, and then, like, we're, we're, we're trying to, well, at least I'm trying to write again more, like, you know, like, parenting pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just, you know, everything, um, you know, like with my son with his epilepsy, try to write some stuff about that. Um, the Little Brothers Club that I just told you about, that's something I've been wanting to write about. Um, I recently, you know, because of my age, I recently had a colonoscopy. So I actually, like, recorded everything, or as much as I could record, and then want to put a, uh, a video up about that because I want, you know, it to be, I guess you could say, normalized. You know, because, you know, you know how us men are, you know, after a while, we just, you know, oh, we don't, we don't talk about that thing, or, you know, we just don't want to you know, man up and all that, but it's it's something that, you know, we need to talk about, especially, you know, with, with cancer, you know, colon cancer being like, you know, a, a big thing. And, you know, we just want to make sure that people know it's, it's, you know, it's something that's out there. 
and it's something that we should check ourselves. And plus, it's like the the best snap that I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> I, <tell you> that. <laughs> I mean, as a parent, right? That's just a selling point right there. Like, yeah, get, your, get mean, yourself yeah. a good nap in. <laughs> yeah, get get that nap because I mean. Seriously, I mean, we're, we're tired so many days of the week, you know, and we stay up. I mean, I stay up late trying to, you know, fix the side or write stuff. And then, so I don't sleep as much, but that day, I mean, it was just like, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> How does your parenting style compare to that of your growing up? And like how uh, you parent versus how you were parented? Um, I think I'm kind of a little bit more hands-on with my kids. I try to be as much, you know, as as much as help them out as much as I can, but then I don't want to help them too much that they just rely on me. Whereas I know my dad was pretty much just like, you know, this is how you do it. And then just one time and then walks away, you know, and then I'd have to like try to remember it. And every now and then I ask questions. Um, but it was it was funny because like whenever we would work on something together, because uh, he was kind of like a um, he is kind of like a jack of all trades. I mean, he taught himself carpentry. He went to school for like electronics. Um, he was a chef for a while when he first came to the country. Hmm. So he knows like a, a lot about everything. So like when we would, he was like, like auto mechanic. So like when we would work on the car together, like you would think like we hated each other. And we're arguing because of how we were constantly going back and forth, but it was just like, that's just like how our, our communication was with each other. Um, I would want to do something like from point A to point B and it would be like point A to D to C, you know, he was like, show, but the reason he would do that is to show me like every step of it. So that way I would learn. Um, we would go to the junkyard on the weekends and take cars apart and find like the, the model of the cars that we had. Mm-hmm. And we would go there and like show me how to like, you know, so that way I would work on my own car and it helped out a lot too. Cause there were some times with my older car, like I actually would just go there and buy the pieces and then do it myself, save me money on labor. But yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But that was fun. Yeah. And I kind of want to show them that like the other day I showed my son how to put some oil in the car. He was just sitting down watching some YouTube video. I'm like, come on. He's like, what? I'm like, you come outside with me real quick. I want you to help me with something. He's like, what? And I'm just like, come on. Stop asking questions. Come on with me. This isn't 20 questions. Yeah. But then again, then it turned into 20 questions because he was asking me, well, why do you put the oil in? Why do you put it in there? What does it do? Why do the cars need it? And I was like, man, I didn't didn't have the answers for all these, but let's go inside and Google it. Oh, man. I I use that all the time. And that was was definitely something my dad didn't always do. Like, or my mom, too, sometimes would just. If you asked a question, they would give you an answer, even if it wasn't necessarily the right answer. <clears throat> it wasn't It wasn't always, like, way off. But, yeah, my kids ask me questions. We're lucky now to be able to be like, I'm going to go inside and look up it on Google. Or <clears throat> Half the time we'll be in the middle of a conversation if we're inside because we have one of those, like, Google Dot things. Okay. My kid will just be like, hang on. Like, hey, Google, and then ask whatever, you know, the question is we don't, we don't know the answer to. It's funny because I have, like, two of those and then i have like um the alexa oh, okay but i don't have any of them connected because it's like i just don't want that to be listening to everything going on here so i'll just grab my phone and be like hey siri you know what's this but even though who knows my phone is probably even listening to me right now as i'm talking 
I just assume all my electronics are listening to me. I mean, honestly, um, <clears throat> maybe I should be more paranoid about it, but I'm I'm just not. Uh, <laughs> the only reason we even got our our Google Dots were because uh, I I think it was like one of those things through our first one was through Shopify. No, Spotify. There was I don't know some deal. You sign up for three months, so you get a free dot, and we're like, oh, that's cool. And then the other one we got like half off because it was the end of the year sale or something. Um, <laughs> But got, they're, they're kind of fun to have around yeah. the house. Yeah, I think my daughter had hers connected in her room for a while, but I don't know why she took it off. But yeah, same thing. I think I got one free for signing up to something. I got one as a birthday or a Christmas gift, I think. And then the other one, I, I think like um, I don't know, I think it was like a blogging event, and they were giving them away. And then like it was like in the goodie bags. I was like, oh okay, nice. The the two things I use mine most often for are asking about the weather in the morning, usually. Uh, and then if the kids are downstairs, because we have a house with a basement now, and you, if they're downstairs playing games, and like I'm upstairs cooking, they can't always hear me uh, if I need their attention. So I can say, "Hey Google, broadcast," and she'll like record a little snippet of me saying something, and it'll play it down here on the other device, and the kids will hear me and come upstairs. That's oh, pretty. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty handy. Um, for all the listeners out there, we do not have any affiliate. Please, with this, we're not getting paid to promote the Google Doc. It just, it's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just, the conversation just went to that. <laughs> uh, so while we're recording this, I'm drinking a beer uh, from Three Sheeps up in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. This is a fifth anniversary beer from them. So it came out in 2017. Hmm. It's a bourbon barrel-aged Uber Joe. It is... Uh, Got coffee, vanilla, and it just tastes wonderful. Even now, a few years later, this is uh-huh. one of my favorite beers that they make. It is 13.8%, so I'm oh, wow. going very slowly on it, but <laughs> that's a fantastic beer. Nice. Right, I'm drinking um, a La Pina de los de Mis Ojos. This is from Five Rabbits. Oh, I love Five Rabbit. Yeah, this is a, a sour ale brewed with pineapple, uh, dry hopped with Eldorado hops, and it's a 7.0. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, you really taste the pineapple, which is nice. And it's not as soury, so you don't get that that like weird – like, you know when you drink a sour for the first time, it gets, like, you're like, oh, it doesn't really have that, which is nice. And I'm drinking it kind of like at a, at a, a room temperature, and it's still nice and cool. Uh, usually I always put like, put like a, whatever I'm going to drink, like for dinner, I put it like in the freezer and then like take it out right before we start mm-hmm. eating. But this one, I was like, oh, I don't have anything to drink tonight. What am I going to So I just grabbed this one and it's like, I like it. I need to find, I need to get more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with them. I usually find one of the, their beers I like and it ends up being a uh, limited edition or it's a thing that like you can only get at the tap room. So I very rarely am able to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're one of my favorite Chicago breweries, though. Yeah, and it's it's funny too because like, I remember the first time I had when I first bought the the the, the four pack, and then I opened one and I was drinking it and I gave it to my hand it to my wife. She's like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Just try it." And it's funny because that's how I always do with all my beers. Like I'm like, "Here, just try it." And then sometimes like she'll take a sip, like ah, oh, and they hand it back to me, like oh, this is gross. But for this one, she was like, took a sip, then took another one, and then took another one, and they gave it back to me. She's like, "I like." It. <laughs> This is my bottle now. <laughs> uh, how did you how did you get into 
craft beer because I know I, I see online and drinking things from time to time, and we've gone to, I don't know, a couple of breweries together. Yeah, the craft beer. It's like I would watch what you guys would drink. And I think uh, I had a friend, and you, you've you met my friend Eric, the the, the brewmaster, brewmaster, I guess that's yeah. how you say it. Yep. Um, whenever we would go out, he would always, like, buy some stuff and then be like, here, try this, try this. So it was like little by little, I would like be introduced to like different types of beers. Cause it was for me, it was always like Stella's or like Heineken's. Those were like my, my go-tos. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there's anything wrong with those. It's just, you know, that's what I always would drink. And then I remember one time I went to the, the beer temple by my house. Oh yeah. And like, yeah, they asked me like, well, what do you like to drink? And I'm like, well, I like, you know, I like Stella's and then I like, you know, Heineken's. And he's like, well, have you ever had a fat tire before? I was like, no. And he's like, I think you'll like this. And he's like, have you ever had a uh, scurry? And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, oh, you know, and then that's like the first time I got introduced to off color. And, nice. and I loved, I loved scurry. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then I would always go back there and they would recommend different stuff to me. And then, yeah, then just like seeing what Gil would buy and then like seeing what, what people would post on the, the, the Daddy Porter page. Like I would just like, well, let me try this. This looks kind of interesting, you know, and I just expanded from there. And then, yeah, now I'm just buying beers either how based on how the can looks or based on the description of it. And then a lot of the times I'm just like, this is fantastic. A lot of times I'm like, eh, this is okay. I'll still drink it, but it's, I won't recommend it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's a very personalized thing. Taste too is a very personalized thing. You get have, you know, a hundred people try the same beer and you get a hundred different reviews. But I mean, I know there's a lot of great stuff out there and it's just like, you know, finding it too like finding something that no one knows about and then like letting them know and then when they try it they're like man this is this is great you know thanks for letting me know i'm like oh no you're welcome yeah that's it's a lot of fun being able to talk about new beers and and things like that like that pineapple one you're just talking about from five rabbit i'm gonna have to keep an eye out for it yeah there's like a little like corner store around me that their like craft beer section is like amazing and then, like on their Facebook page, they always post like the new stuff they get. And so every now and then, like I'll call them, like you still have some of this left, and he's like, "No, we just sold out." Or like, "Yeah, we have some left," and like, you know, put one aside for me. I'll be right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Give me ten minutes. It, it literally is like about ten minutes from my house too. Nice. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's 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 yeah. The first time I walked in there, I'm like, wow, you know, it was just like you know, shelves full of all these amazing, you know, beers that I only see people talk about or post about. I'm like, I can get that here. What? Yeah. They just posted too. They had the, um, that phase three happy tapple beer. Oh yeah. Okay. But there was like, I, I, the one thing I hate about Facebook is like how their algorithms constantly change. Yeah. And then like, I would see their posts like every day. And of course the one time they post about that, I don't see it till like two weeks later. I'm like, do you guys still have that? And he's like, Nope. No. We don't have any. <laughs> I was like, man. Well, I, I, yeah, I've, I've seen that beer uh, online everywhere, but I've never, I've never tried that in person either. Well, I have cans, so. Oh, you did find it? That's good. I, I got actually a friend of mine got some from the last batch. Nice. And then like his story is hilarious because like he got one and then he had his wife get in the line and she got one. And then he went to his car, switched out his sweater. She switched out her sweater and they got back in line and they got a couple more. <laughs> and then, yeah, and it was like, 
it was like this whole thing. And then like he went, I guess, one day and they told him he can get two instead of one. So he bought, so he has like all these at home. And then one day he like messaged me. He's like, you still looking for that? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I got you. Just let me know when we'll come meet. So That's yeah. Funny. So yeah, he was able to give me one. <laughs> it's interesting how that works. A number of years ago when I first had, I don't know, within the first probably year or two of me discovering dinosaurs from off color. Uh huh. Uh, I was still in the suburbs, so I was trying to stop at like, you know, Binnie's or whatever, um, to get some. And a story I always tell people when it comes to like beer availability is it's all very much based on, yes, distributors and all that stuff, but it's also based on the salespeople, um, uh, because as a good example of that, I went into Binnie's one time. I won't say which location, but I went into one of the binnies and, you know, asked if they had it because they had posted on – this is one they, back when they still used to post. Oh, we just got this shipment in or whatever. And I went in and asked if they had it because uh, they were doing four packs. It wasn't the barrel age. It was just the, the base recipe, but I right. still had, – I hadn't had it just a handful of times. I wanted to get some. Oh, no, we're out. We're out. Just to see what would happen, I sent Abigail in, not even five minutes later. Uh-huh. And she asked, oh, yeah, they brought out two four-packs for her, and she bought it. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, see, I see what it is. You know, a couple of young guys, they just, they're like, oh, no, I'll, we'll make sure this this gal gets it, you know. Right. So I, at that time, took it very personally, but I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, that one's really good. Oh, <laughs> that is a good one. I think off-color so far, everything they've been putting out has just been pretty great. Yeah, and they have some like weird styles that a lot of people don't make, and uh, even their Eek collaboration they did with Miller was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I guess we should say, too, that we're not um, affiliated with Hawk. With yes. Color. It's just one of those drinks that we oh, love. With if, you're company. if you're listening to this, I assume you're probably over 21. You know, if you're not over 21, don't drink anything you shouldn't be drinking. Yes, and if Off Color is listening, you know, Jill and I are big fans, so. We can give you yeah. an address later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if, if they care, I'll, I'll slip the address over there. So when uh, – I know we met at a dad, too. Do you remember which dad, too, uh, that we met? Was it San Francisco? Okay, good. So you're, you're about as sure as I am. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's the first one I got to go to. And That, uh, that must have been it. I, um, I'm trying to remember. I don't. I have, I have a terrible memory when it comes to this stuff, honestly. Um, so that was your first dad too. What, what was your experience like for the first time coming into that group of, uh, bloggers and influencers and, and, you know, people that in general have, have a voice that they like to use? It was, um, it wasn't awkward, which is what I liked. It felt like since, you know, a lot of these guys actually read what I wrote, <laughs> what we wrote up. Like they, 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 write, they were familiar with the website. Nice. And that since we also like were all part of like that, the Facebook group, it was, it didn't feel awkward going up to someone or when someone came up to you, um, to talk to you, you know, it just felt like a family already. And I think like the first two dads that I actually did meet was, uh, um, Chris uh, Guru, I think that's how you, I apologize if I pronounced his last name wrong, and then Benjamin Mullen. Those were like the first two dads that I met at the airport, 
and then like we drove we came in on the kia you know how they had the kiosk picking up at the airport oh yeah uh-huh and then we all we drove in together and like we just started talking and they're like oh yeah you know i follow you or yeah, i read this and that um and then like that first night when you know they had like the the opening party you know i was just standing there because like i didn't know like who to talk to or you know where to go and then it was uh creed anthony and art eddie that pulled me aside and they're like hey come here hang out with us talk to us and then it was just like after that, it just like a, like like a huge like weight came off my shoulder. I'm like, all right, I'm, I do, I, you know, I do belong here, you know. But it, it's it's weird because like, even though like I felt like that at that moment, I still had that whole like imposter syndrome like over me like the entire time. Like you know, we would see like the dads go up there for the spotlight readings and read theirs, and I'm like, I don't. I just do reviews, you know, I, I give away stuff on my site, you know, I'm not at the level with these guys. And, um, I always felt that way, which is weird. Uh, every year that we went like, you know, I just felt like I didn't belong there, which is, I, I know, like, I know, like, I'm not the only one that had that, that imposter syndrome feeling, but it was just like, even like when I, when I actually did get selected to do a, a reading, like afterwards, like I was just like, okay was that did that happen you know is that was that real and then <laughs> um i remember like one of those nights we were at a, at a um you know how everyone always gets together afterwards and just either goes out to eat or goes out to drink and everyone usually ends up just meeting up at one place yeah um yeah so we were we were at the um the last one that i went to was in texas and then afterwards oh, okay. we ended up um at like it was like a haunted hotel like there's like I forgot the name of the hotel, but it was like you know it's been known for like its hauntings. Fine. So we were we were out in the courtyard, and we're all just out there drinking and talking. And I saw Doug French there, and I went up to him and I was like, you know, I'm like I thanked him again for you know for selecting me to read, and I told him I'm like you know it's it's weird because like I never felt like I belonged, and even though I read up there, I still don't feel it. And he just like put his hand on my shoulder. He's like he's like man, you've always belonged. You just you just have to to know that that you know even though you feel like that you do belong here and he's like and i'm glad that you went up there and read because you know that's where you should be and it was like just weird because it was like it hit me and i'm like okay maybe i do belong. <laughs> you know it was it was just it, it felt so surreal but it felt like nice i guess in a way to be like um validated yeah if that that's makes a good sense. feeling oh a hundred percent a hundred percent um I, and, you know, I want to reiterate what he said, like, I don't know, what are there, like a thousand people, a thousand dads in that dad blog group now? Um, yeah. I, when I think of that group and I think of dad too, yes, there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people involved and in that whole sphere. But I probably think of maybe 20, 25 people that come to mind right off the top of my head that are like right. the core part of that group. Yeah. And you're on the top of that list, man, or at least for me, as far as when I think of the dad bloggers and dad too and all that stuff, like, you know, Victor's one of the first people I think of when I think about that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's even though you say that, I still don't, I'm still like, I, I don't know. No, I, don't I mean, that. whatever. Like, I, I can't just like say some magic words and change the way you feel, but like, I know. at least know that, that there are a number of us that, that, that you know, feel that way and like 
you're part of the family. Like, yeah, yeah. As, like, as dysfunctional as it may be, sometimes like <laughs> you're you're definitely part of the family. Yeah, like I mean, like like thank you too for like you know uh, suggesting that that um Sparks thing, that that Twitter Sparks program thing. Yeah, so, I don't uh, know if it's gonna go anywhere, but like it seems like you and a couple of the other guys in the group would be really well qualified for for doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I applied, so we'll, we'll see what happens. And then today, like I saw like um like one of the mom bloggers that I follow, like she's gonna start up like a little thing. So I was looking at it, reading it. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should, you know sign up and see what happens. So we'll see what happens from there. I mean, that's what you got to do, right? That's one of the things I've learned is if if you don't, odds are someone won't volunteer you. I mean, it is possible. But at least in my experience, like if you are not the one that steps up for yourself and advocates for yourself, you're basically already just saying no to a possible opportunity if you don't throw your hat in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that, that like, last year has kind of taught me is, like, I need to start putting myself out there more. Um, at least start getting, you know, more involved in different things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to do more stuff, you know, online. I want to do more stuff, do more videos, more, you know, podcasts. But it's just the thing that, that hurts me is, like, the time, like, finding the time to sit down and, like, let me work on this. Yeah, and that, you know. that is a hundred percent the the thing for me too. Like I've got all these ideas and all these things I want to do, and it seems like in short bursts I do really well. Um, mm-hmm. And this this podcast is an example. I'll have <laughs> five six episodes in like three months, and then boom, what is this? Like a year and a half since I've done one. Um, it's it's yeah. I mean, you just gotta. If it's important enough to you, you'll figure it out. So yeah, that at least that's what people tell me. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't skip out on taking care of yourself either, though. I've I've been known to do that and and not get enough sleep or not eat quite like you're supposed to or all that stuff. And in the in the long run, any gains you get by doing that, you know, get lost if if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the main thing. We got to make sure that we're we're healthy enough to get these things done and then at least to be um, aware of what we're doing. Because <laughs> we don't want to do something like, like, you know, half-assed because we're half-asleep and like, oh, let me get this this video done. And then, like, when you watch it later, you're like, what the, what was I, <laughs> what was I doing? Because yeah. I, I remember after, like, the um, the colonoscopy, like, I, I wanted to record, like, my, you know, my my ride home like talking about what happened, mm-hmm. but I was just like so out of it. Like I don't, I remember, I remember getting dressed and you know meeting my wife and going to the car, and I think somewhere along that line I decided that, that we should go to Culver's, and then I remember being at the Culver's and ordering food, but I don't remember coming home and eating it, <laughs> but I did. And it, so like if I would have recorded that video, it just who knows how it would have came out. Or what I would have said, but it was like I still need to to finish like the second half of it because it's like you know I recorded, you know myself drinking like the the pre, the prep stuff, and then like oh, I had yeah. to wake up like at three in the morning, okay, and drink the second one, and I did all that. I didn't I didn't record like myself going to the bathroom because I thought that would be too much. Sure, <laughs> I recorded myself like waiting for like the the doctor or the um 
yeah, the, the doctor to take me to the room to get started. And then, but yeah, it was just like, um, yeah, it was so surreal. Like afterwards, and like my wife was like, no, you know, you said you wanted to go to Culver's. I'm like, I did. I just, I don't remember that. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I do this podcast the way I do. I, I record it so like anything and everything that comes out is fine and then you can edit it later. I, I suppose that's probably why I don't do live videos and I think you've done some with like unboxings and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. my kids, I think are too unpredictable. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be live streaming, opening something and all of a sudden, like my, my youngest comes running out of the bathroom with his pants down still or something. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah. Um, it's funny too, cause like when we do videos, like I always like kind of like set rules with them. It's like, you know, don't say each other's name. Cause like, you know, it's weird because, like, you know, obviously, like, you know, I'll post stuff on my own page, like, my own personal page and have their names on there. But I, I still, like, kind of, like, want to protect them, like, on sure. on doing stuff in the fan debts. Yep. So I'll just call them, like, helper one and helper two. Yep. But every now and then, like, you know, we'll be recording something. And then, like, my son's like, so excited. Like, he'll say, like, my his daughter, like, my daughter's name. Like, his daughter's name. He'll say my daughter's name. And I'm like, uh, okay, let's start over. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I don't think we've done that many live videos recently because of that. Because it's, like, he is a little unpredictable. So like we'll just record stuff, and then like I yeah I have them say their, their you know their little two bits while we're opening the things, and just like in my mind be like you know just don't don't say anything you're not supposed to say try to keep it you know yeah keep it hidden, but yeah they've been really great about it which is kind of fun and like they have fun like when we do like uh, for the wonder thing like they have fun like you know talking about you know hitting the bell and the notifications all that so I always leave that to them because like they know more about that than I do I'm like. What do you say at the end of the video again? You know, like, oh, hit the bell and make sure you subscribe. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I turn 40 next month. So I'm, I'm all about like, you know, Wesley, how do I do this? <laughs> I need help on, on my phone or like they, you know, I knew how to do this five years ago and they changed all the buttons. What do I, where do I go? And I can figure it out, but if I ask him, he'll just like that yeah. and, and it's done, you know. He'll give you that look like this is so simple, Dad. Yeah, he he does. He'll he'll the whole you know, he's not a teenager yet, but he'll he's got the eye roll down already. So <laughs> nice. So where do you or maybe you and Gil see fan dads or want to see fan dads like I don't know five years from now? Um, I assuming don't know. A, the pandemic's done and over, like assuming that's good. Best case scenario, where do you want to see it? I mean, I like what we're doing now, but I would like to get, I guess, more kind of like how you said, like, how, how, like, you know, like when things come to mind, like you, we're one of the top that you think of. I would like, I guess that more for like some of like the, the, the companies that we work with here in Chicago. Um, Cause every now and then, you know, I'll see something um, like someone were promoting something. I'm like, Oh, we could have done that. You know, or, you know, that's something that's in our, in our, our wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, like with right now, like the, 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 um, we just went to Wizard World last weekend. And, oh yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, they, they, we've been, I've been going to that since like I was like in grammar school. So like this was like the last one as Wizard World. And it's, I mean, this is a Wizard World is like the second name change, but now it's going to go to something else. Okay. So it was kind of like bittersweet to go to the last one. But it's like every time we would apply to that, it was like, Oh yeah, here, you know, here's your pass. You know, we'll see you here. But then, like, for the bigger conventions, it's, like, we have to, like, prove ourselves. Um, 
for the one coming up in December, like we've covered it for the last four or five years in a row. And like this year we got denied and it's just like, well, what do I have to do? You know, yeah, what do I have to do? You know, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I I get it, you know, maybe next year, but I want it. I would like for it to come to the point where it's like, you know, well, let's invite them instead of us having to invite ourselves or, you know, us having to apply just so, you know, I don't know, maybe that sounds too, you know, cocky or whatever, but it's just, I would like for us to be at that point where, you know, they, they reach out to us to come cover stuff instead of us having to beg for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I would like for us to just, you know, keep growing with these relationships with these brands that we've worked with and maybe get paid more, <laughs> maybe get more paid ops. Cause like, you know, free toys is cool, but it doesn't help pay with the bills. No, I'm, but, I'm all, all for all of that. That, that sounds great. I totally understand. Jeez. It's, yeah, it's rough too, cause who knows why you were denied this year. I mean, maybe they could have just been a staff change, you know, and mm-hmm. the person that's a- approved you for the last number of years, just maybe they don't work there anymore, you know, and yeah. the new person doesn't know you, but they knew someone else and that's who got it kind of thing. It's all, it's weird how that whole, that whole thing works. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, you know, when I got the email saying no, I was like, man, but then I was like, you know what? Eh, okay, well, just next year. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I'm gonna still go to the event and have fun with my family. But, you know, it's just like, you know, well, a little bit nice, but, oh well. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm the same way. Or if it's a particular event, like, nine times out of ten, if it's an event that I might go to, if I can't get past it's like, I'm gonna go, but I'll cover it much differently, right? Like, I'll go, and if I'm paying for it, it'll be a, a quick, like, hey, here's the family kind of deal. But if I'm paid to do it or if they provided passes, then it's a lot more brand-centric. It's a lot more, you know, I spend more time composing the images and editing things and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, for, for, like, these shows, like, when when you do get the press passes, um, like, the other like artists and, you know, companies that are going to be there, they send you like their press releases and they'll be like, Hey, since you're going to be here, would you want to interview? Mm-hmm. So would you mm-hmm. want to talk to, but now I, but when that happens, it's like, I got to plan my day out to make sure right. I have enough time to do all that. But now without it, it's like, I can just go and do whatever I want, you know, have fun with the kids and the family. And then, you know, just on one day, just go by myself and do like the, like it's the fan dad stuff. And then one day just go and do like the family stuff and then just put it all together in one post. It's so fun. Just don't have to pay much when you're invited, but no, that's <laughs> either way. I, I know it's, it's one of the reasons I was bummed about, uh, Hofbra house going away in Rosemont. Oh, yeah. Cause like that was always so much fun to go and I would go on my own from time to time, but I would uh-huh. never eat or drink as much as I did when it was a press thing. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are great. And then, and then, and then this year too, like, you know, like one of those things, like, like I hate about Facebook every now and then. It's like they'll give you those memories from last year, and it was like, uh-huh. it would show like that that, that event there. Then it's like oh, Oktoberfest, yeah, those were great. But now they're not having it anymore. Right. There's a new brewery that's opening up in that space soon, from what I heard. Uh huh. So it'll still be a brewery. I just, I just don't know all the details. We'll, we'll find out in time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. And that's the thing, too, that we got to try to get together and do this in person. Drink. (laughs) 
drink and talk. Hopefully, like, yeah, we'll do more stuff online, more videos, you know, more boxing. I, I want to do more interviews. I would like to do that. I remember I, I, um, I, would, I, I talked to, um, you know, I talked to a couple dads about if they would be interested in doing, like, you know, just, I have an idea for a show and then just like to have dads come on and just talk about, you know, comic books and toys and then fatherhood. But there's like other shows out there like that too, and I don't want to feel like I'm copying them. So I got to try to find like a different, different angle, I guess you could say, or just something that's I mean, more on brand with us. Sure, I mean that does sound fairly on brand, though. I mean, dads who like comics, fanboys, fan dads, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, put your own spin on it, right? I mean, as long as you're not copying their show's formula, I suppose. Like, here's the weekly. I don't know, quiz or whatever, just like somebody else does. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. And then again, it all goes to that time thing. Just fine. Because I remember we were good for a while. Like I would make like a video a week on boxing. I would do either one a week or two a week and we would post them up like every other week. But then it just got like, it just stalled. And then I'll do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. And then weeks and months pass I'm like I gotta get back to that <laughs> I know every once in a while I'll find a book I'm like oh I never wrote about that book they sent it to me um, and I feel bad about that but you know at this point if I got a book like three years ago and I haven't written about it like they're not gonna care at this point if I do or not I still I still do post about random books that I haven't yet that I've had sitting there for forever uh-huh. but I think in the long run they don't really care at the, at that point <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing too that always like gets me, like, like worries me is like, you know, I'll get an email about, you know, reviewing like a, like an animated cartoon. And then like, it's not due to like three weeks from now. It's like, oh, I got time. And then like, you know, you're doing so many things. You're like, wait, did I, did I do that? Did I send them my links? You know, where, where am I with that? You know, and you just completely forget. And then obviously I hate to get the email from them before I send it to them. Like, hey, here's a right. reminder if you've done this. And I'm like, I did it. I just didn't email it to you on time. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I because I, I want to seem, you know, like they were on top of our games. But then again, you know, things yeah. just slide through the cracks. I started yeah. using uh, project management software you can get for, like, for personal use. You can use as a free version. It's called ClickUp. And yeah. it lets me do specific things like that where I can – tag myself and have like reminders on when I need to have certain reviews done or something posted. And wow. you can set up the reminders to be so obnoxious that it's just easier <laughs> to get the thing done and check it off than it is to go, oh yeah, I'll put it off this tomorrow. Um, and I've had I've had some good success with that. Not that I've always still hit all my deadlines, but... <laughs> and it's, it's funny, no, it's funny too, because today we had a meeting... Uh, cause at work, I'm part of like, um, we have all these different groups for like different, um, ethnicities in our company. Okay. So I'm part of like the, the Spanish group. So, you know, we, we, like with Hispanic History Month, you know, we had like a whole month of things that we planned every week, you know, to do with our group. Uh, so today was kind of like day one of the new year for everybody. And so we had like new members. And then like one of the things is like, what do you want to work on next year? You know, and it's like, you know, planning, project management, you know, speaking skills. And like the number one thing was project management. 
<laughs> like everybody wanted to make sure like everything is like planned accordingly and we have enough time. And I was, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. what I need. Not only at work, but in, you know, my regular life. And then you just talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a link. Nice. Uh, yes, again, please. not, not sponsored. I don't have any affiliate association with ClickUp, but it's a fun, it's a fun, helpful tool. Something that kicks you in the ass every now and then. <laughs> it does. I have like even I have even a whole list of things in there for all my brewery stuff. Uh-huh. So like to make sure I get my new the new jobs posted and like update specific profiles and whatnot. When when I don't remember, I know I'm not going to remember. You know, some big events happening two weeks down the road. I'll schedule it out to remind me to do it, and then I can do it. So. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that'll help me out. I'll probably like put a reminder to to open the link to to work on that and never get to it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let me download this this app that Gojo sent me. I'll send a reminder to do that. Ah, uh, it might it might well it's web based so it shouldn't knock on wood it shouldn't be any <laughs> trouble on your computer but yeah I, I know how computer troubles have been for you recently. Yeah, that's yeah it's I have that um. That private. Well, I, I I sent you the screenshot. I get that for like every other website I go to. And it's like you know you have to. Are you sure you want to go to this website because you're unsecured? It's like, and then like even Apple like they sent me a link saying that I should be okay to open uh, to download the latest app or the latest software update. And it, it never go. It never opened. So I, I even though like I downloaded it and click on it, it doesn't do anything. So I think I'm at that stage where I need to buy a new laptop, but. We'll see what happens. You know, I mean, if I come across any of those, like, win a laptop giveaways, I'll send it to you. I mean, I, they do happen. I won a laptop once when I was, like, 22, so it's been uh, a while, but <laughs> it does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a desktop in the back room that I haven't used in forever, but I think I need to just change out the power module on it to get it working again. But, I mean, the laptop is so much easier. No, it's true. You got to do what you got to do, though, right? I mean, I ran that original Five Iron Frenzy Kickstarter on an old Linux, a used Linux desktop. Um, <laughs> so, like, you can do big things with, like, <laughs> shitty computer parts if you have to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's running on Windows 10, so. <clears throat> I, I mean, that's not, that's not bad at all. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. As long as it turns on and like the, I can go to the websites I need to go to, then I'll be good. It's true. The first time you start it up, you're gonna like start want to start it up before bed and just like let it start <laughs> doing its thing. <laughs> so maybe by breakfast it'll be done with its updates. Yeah, so, and I'll set myself a reminder to go yeah. check it like every now and then, <laughs> see where we're at in the loading screen. <laughs> oh man, my kid uh, Wesley is a huge Windows fan. He I, and I don't know why, because um, I'm a big Mac guy, and like, I get it. Like Windows and, and Mac, like yes, they, they're different ecosystems. One is not necessarily better than the other. Other overall, um, but man, he he's 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 all about Windows, like I'm about Mac, or at least used to be. And when there's when they announced Windows 11, he was like, as an eight year old, he's the kid that sat there and watched the. <laughs> what was it the like hour long video about this new operating system and he was telling me all about it and I'm, I'm just trying to nod my head and go yeah this is I'm glad you're very excited about this kid um but you know he downloaded the virtual box on his his old MacBook which is 
my old MacBook, and the screen shattered, so he can only use it when it's hooked up to our TV downstairs because oh. the monitor's no good, but the, the, you know, the hardware part of it's still okay. Right. So he'll run virtual machines, and he's got, like, he, like, compares different versions of Windows, and he's running, like, Ubuntu and Mint next to each other to compare Linux and stuff. He's He's like me, for sure, when I was a kid, except with more modern toys. Nice. That's well, awesome, though. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. I mean, the kid, the kid's been taking lessons with Python, and like, I don't, I don't know anything about <laughs> Python. So he's gonna go far. Yeah, that's great. That's great, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy too, because it's like I, I know I've seen them not too long ago, but like, it's like it's. I remember them. I remember was it just Wesley at the Cubs game, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time we hung out in person. Yeah. That was like out, a, well, outside of outside of Dead Two. Um, yeah. Was that even before you went to Dead Two? I don't. I don't even remember. It popped up in my Facebook. We went to a Cubs game forever ago. Yeah. Wesley was a baby. He was. Was he? I don't know if he was a year old or just under. Like he was a kid, kid little baby uh when we went and we ended up on tv you know you had that screen cap of yeah you and your wife and you know we were hanging you guys out. were like a couple seats over uh-huh but yeah yeah because i remember like before we left the house i'm like let's set the timer because you never know yeah and yeah my son was i i don't even think he was one yet because i remember i had him like on the uh, like a baby carrier for most oh of the yeah year. but yeah that was that was fun even though we lost, I remember that the Cubs lost. I don't. But it was still, it was still cool just being out there with like the I other think, dads. I've been to a Cubs game I think once when they won. I've gone, I've maybe gone to maybe a dozen Cubs games ever, but I think they've lost most of them that I've ever attended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good day. That was fun. Well, let's make more fun memories like that. Yeah, yeah, have it's, to. You know, I got a I got a house now. When we figure out scheduling, we can have you guys over, and you know, we've got a big backyard. We can do bonfire. Well, not bonfires, but like you know, fire pit stuff and s'mores. And uh, if it's a nice day, we can break out my drone. I've flown that in the backyard a couple of times. Nice. Have yet to crash it, so that's good. And I, I, it's the one I got when I was working with Best Buy a few oh. years ago. So if I crash it, that's it. I'm not getting another one. But yeah, that, <laughs> it's fun to it's fun to play with while I have it. Yeah, I, recently uh, I bought uh, my daughter a, a laptop because like when I was having troubles with mine, she couldn't really do her work. So I was like, you know what? Let's let's go and try to get you one. Mm-hmm. And I still had um, gift cards from when I did stuff with Best Buy, like in 2019. Oh, nice. And it, it's funny because like we went. We went the day before to Best Buy. Like we looked stuff up online and like, all right, they have it over here. And then like I pulled up the gift cards on my card and my phone and I was like, do these still work? And the guy like scanned them. He's like, oh yeah, they're still good. I was like, all right. So like nice. we kind of calculated how much my daughter had to pitch in herself and she bought the, she paid the, the other half with her own money. That's cool. That probably was a good feeling for her to be able to like take care of that too. Yeah. Yeah. So now her laptop is actually a lot nicer than mine. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, she's, she's having fun with like the, the painting apps on it. So like, she's like constantly drawing stuff on there and I'm just watching this. I'm like, that's, that's amazing. I wish I could do that or at least have that talent of drawing. Yeah. I have, 
I have no artistic talent. I, I admire anyone that, that can do anything that looks like something more than a stick figure. <laughs> she's everywhere, which is kind of cool. Um, she's into, you know, obviously in her dance classes. Um, she likes drawing. Uh, she bought, we got, she got a ukulele for Christmas a couple of years ago. She was, so she plays that every now and then. Nice. And then, um, for her recent birthday, she wanted a skateboard. So I bought her a skateboard and I got myself one. So we're like, we're both teaching each other. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Like I, I always wanted a skateboard since I was little and I never did. Uh, now at my age, I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm like, why not? Let's, let's learn together. If I fall down and get hurt, it might be worse than if you fall down and get hurt, but we don't. Yeah. I mean, if you can do, I would do any of the padding, you know, and <laughs> I, when I was younger, no, I probably, I probably would have done a helmet maybe, but definitely not like knee pads or elbow pads. I would definitely do that now. But honestly, I mean, what you break your arm, not awesome, but later on, that's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. Broke my arm once skateboarding. When? No, like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny too, cause like that's something I always tell people too. I'm like, well, now you got a story to tell. You know, like if, if you hurt yourself or anything like that, it's like now, well, now you got an interesting story. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's funny that you said that. Do you have any interesting stories that you can share from, I don't know, some sort of a mishap that, that is amusing? Oh yeah, do I? <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Well, I have a scar on my head. I have like a, um, I have actually uh, on my lip, I have a, on my upper lip, I have a scar, and then on my head, I have a scar, and then those are both yeah interesting. Um, when the the lip one, um, when I was younger, we were at my aunt's house for New Year's Day for New Year's. Um, so like that night, you know, obviously everybody was up late and then, you know, my sisters and my cousins, they all slept in the living room, you know, on blankets and sleeping bags. They all slept on the floor. Uh, I remember I slept upstairs, I think with my parents and there, I was like, I don't know, like maybe seven or eight. Okay. Uh, and then I remember my, my aunt had this little dog, uh, that I, for some reason I, I love chasing the dog around. I just like love playing with the dog. So I remember that morning. I got up and, you know, I saw the dog. So I was like, oh, I went chasing the dog and I ran down the stairs with, with after her. And then as I ran through the living room, uh, my foot got caught in one of the sleeping bags and I fell forward into their coffee table. Oh, ouch. And it was like, I hit the, the, the corner of the coffee table and it was like a glass table. Mm. So it like, it went in through my lip and like pierced it went in through it went in through my lip and like pierced right through my cheek oh wow so it was like like i could i could put my tongue through the hole in my cheek like, oh my god <laughs> that's how it was <laughs> and then i remember like everyone was freaking out and i was just standing there like what you know what's wrong and then like feeling the hole and you know like you know when you're little you don't really like until you see it is when you start freaking out right so I remember going in the bathroom and seeing the blood and like, you know, putting my tongue through the hole and just like, oh, you know, just about to start to cry when I think my dad and my uncle, like they grabbed me and they took me to the hospital. Um, so I ended up getting stitches like on my upper lip and inside my cheek. So like inside my cheek, I could still feel the scar with my tongue. 
Oh, wow. Um, but like, because of my mustache, you can't really see the scar uh, above my lip, but I still have that. Okay. So, so that's one story about the scar. Right? I mean, it could have uh, been worse, right? <laughs> like, oh, geez. Yeah, I mean, like the table, the glass table could have broken and shattered and, you know, who knows what else would have happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, that was like an interesting way to start the new year. And then I remember one year, uh, when I was in sixth grade, I think it was, a friend and I, for some reason, like in where I used to live, there used to be like a, like a little alley section that was all like, like just trees for some odd reason. Like it wasn't like, you know, they didn't pave it down or nothing. Okay. And we would play in there, you know, we would just play like, you know, like G.I. Joe, like hop on the trees and, you know, play around. Yeah. And then one year we decided, you know, oh, let's like just make booby traps because, you know, in case Cobra is chasing us, you know, we can trap them. And I remember I hung a brick on with a string and I put it on top of a tree branch. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, when they come down, the brick will come down to hit them. And I was like, yeah. And then for some reason I ended up like tripping it. So the brick came, swung and it hit me in the top of the head. Oh, God. <laughs> and then it's funny now that I'm thinking about it because I remember I fell on the floor and then, like, I stood up and I had my hand in my head. I'm like, oh, man, that hurt. And then I, my friend, like, his color from his skin just, like, disappeared. Like, he turned white. Oh, no. And then I'm like, what? And then, like, when I removed my hand from my head, it was just red. Because, like, the brick, like, cracked my head open. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So he's, like, <laughs> he's just standing there and he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm going to go home. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to go home now. Uh, so, yeah, so I, yeah, he ended up like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go home too, and he like he ran home, and then I walked to the house, and I remember I rang the doorbell, and then my sisters answered the door, and my aunt lived with us at that moment, and okay. they're like freaking out, and my aunt comes running, she's like, what's wrong? And then she sees me, and they're like, what did you do? And I'm like, I got hit at the brick, and then like I just went to the kit to the bathroom, and I was like just washing it off, like nothing. Oh wow. And then, like, I went to the living room. I just sat and I sat there with my head tilted with like a towel or whatever. And then I was just like, "What time does mom get home again?" <laughs> and sure enough, when my mom came home, like, we drove to the to the to the hospital. And then, like, you know, they they shaved my head like around that area and then put the stitches in. So yeah, like on the top of my head, I have like a little, I have another scar too from getting hit with the head of the brick. Ouch. Yeah. But but those were the days. I mean, we had so much fun playing out there. I mean, but it was like, yeah, and you haven't done it again, right? I mean, you learned from your mistake. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making you know booby traps anywhere. Unless you know, <laughs> unless it's you know in front of my house to like protect the family or something. Right. When the zombie apocalypse comes, Walking right now. When that happens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, those are like the only two main scars I have on my head. And it's funny because I don't think I ever told my children that story. I think they should hear that. Because especially with my son, he's always jumping around and doing flips everywhere. And I'm like, you're going to get hurt one day. So maybe I should sit him down. I'm like, let me tell you. Let me tell you the story of how I got hit <laughs> the head with a brick. Yeah. No, that's a good, you know, I mean. It's just, because I, I, I remember that so vividly. I just like, you know, wash my head like nothing. And they're like, my sisters and my aunt are at the doorway, like freaking out. Like, what did you do? What happened? Who hit you? And I was just like, it was an accident. <laughs> and, and then just right. going and sitting down Start and be like, when did mom get home? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm glad you're okay and everything, but or who knows? Maybe that that hit by the brick in the head is why I am the way. Awesome, you mean? Sure, I'll take a brick to the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I forget things every now and then. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't. Have <laughs> I forget things, and I did. I do not have a head injury. 
Um, and that's where that app or that website will come in handy. Uh-huh.